Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. It is Thursday morning, the 15th of June. You're with Ben Dobbin across rural Queensland today. Uh, my next guest, it's an honour to have on. He, over the weekend, um, won his eighth NCHA futurity title. The highest money earner in Australian history. He's part of the Ariat Pro team for the 20 plus years and he is very well known. When you want to talk about cutting horse here in Australia and one of the best in the world, you talk Todd Graham. And he joins us this morning on Rural Queensland Today. Todd, congratulations, mate. Um, you never take these things for granted, but to win eight, I mean, seriously, you, you, it's a pinch yourself moment, no doubt, over the weekend. Yeah, thanks, Dobbo. Um, it is, actually, yeah. I didn't, you know, I knew I had uh, a good little team of, team of horses this year for the futurity. And, um, yeah, I knew I was going to be, you know, if I cut the right cows, I was competitive. But I didn't actually didn't think that one that I won on was the was the one. He was probably a little greener than than the other two, but uh, stepped up on the night, and yeah, it was it's pretty exciting actually. Look, I mean, the 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 way things look in in Australia in this cutting horse industry in this horse sport industry, it, it has gone from strength to strength. And I remember speaking to you last yeah. year after you won your seventh, and I take nothing away from it. And we talked about just how big this market is going, and we've seen through different sales where where this job has got to. Are you surprised by just how far we've come? I mean, the competition it, it was no lay down for you to to win, as you said. No. There is so no. many good operators now who are training full time, who are competing, who are, and a lot has to do with what you what you're sitting on as well. There, there's some very very good horses now in Australia, like world standard horses that could compete anywhere in the world um, yeah. if they went into a pen. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the, the gelding I won on, he's by um, a horse in America called Stevie Ray Vaughan that has bred, you know, I don't know how many winners and, and you know, hundreds of them over in the States. Um, and uh, he's out of a, a proven mare. And that's kind of where we're going these days. We're getting, you know, we're getting better bred horses because they're out of those mares that I actually trained this guy's mother, oh, I'm going to say 10 years ago. And and uh, you know she was she was awesome back then, but then to breed her to, you know, the best horses in the world, that's what we're getting here in Australia now with with the imported frozen semen and some imported stallions and that sort of thing. So the horse quality here is is you know is getting so much better. We we went through a little slump there for a few years about ten or fifteen years ago, but it's it's picked right up again now. And it's yeah, you're right. We we do have some of the we're right up there with them. We just don't have the numbers that that they have in the states. But um, you know, it's it, and, and it's not easy. You know, like no. I said in an interview after the after the maturity, it, it's a, it's tough. You know, to to get one ready for that, trained, prepared, keep sound, cut the right cows, have the right help. Um, everything's got to fall into place for you to get it done and. You know, it was a great final this year. We had some great cows in the final, and and uh, you know there was some some guys and, and girls. You know, Lindsay Wheatley got second, and I thought she was you know she was going to whoop me there for a minute. She just had a little hiccup on her last cut, but it's you know it's tough. It's it's not easy to do. Tell me, how does this sport grow? I mean, you talk about America, um, you know, and you talk about. 
uh, one of my best mates in the world is a cutting horse trainer in America, and he lives in he lives in Kentucky, and I talk to him all the time, and he's got forty horses in his barn. Yep. He says to me that not one person that owns one of those horses lives in the same state as him. He's got a doctor in New York that flies to the mm-hmm. shows and steps on, and, and and we are obviously always a little bit behind what the US does. And I say that with the deepest respect, but yeah. is that an unrealistic yeah. belief that we are going to get to that? Like a person like myself who who obviously doesn't have the horse flesh or the paddocks or the time could pay a bloke like yourself and then go to the actual shows and and, and is that the way this sport is heading? Well, it is. There's there's already guys that are doing that. You know, I've got some clients that do that now and, and uh, you know, they definitely don't ride horses through the week, um, you know, have have that um, luxury of, of owning a, a property with a, an arena and yeah. cattle and that sort of thing. So they, just, they do. They send us the horses and, and they just, you know, come to those shows and have a little practice before they go in and, and uh, you know, have a ton of fun. So yeah. you, you're right. It, it's, that is the difference in this sport compared to, you know, your camp drafting and things like that where a lot of those people are off, off you know, the land. Not all off, yeah, yeah, but they're, yeah, they're, but they're very much property, chasing cattle. They're chasing cattle most of the time or they've got a contract mastering right. or they've got somewhere where yeah. they're actually doing yeah. it, whereas this sport seems to be and, – and I'm only looking at it – I have a – a real knowledge of it in the states um, compared yep. to here, and, and it's um, it, it just seems to be one of those places that you know. And and as the sport grows and more people want to do it, um, you know, it, it, it is open. I, you talked about a yep. team, and that's the biggest thing. I mean, Todd, you you've been a big part of Ariat, and you've been a big part of of the the cutting horse industry here for so long. But yep. you are the face of it, but you've got a real team behind you that every single day uh, are working with you to get to that. And, and and that's probably what people don't realise. They're as valuable to you as the horses that you're sitting on. Oh, exactly. And I mean, you know, over the years when, you know, in the others that I've won, it's been, a, you know, sometimes a different team and, and you know, there's new, there's new grooms and there's new, you know, um, vets and all that sort of thing. But yeah, I mean, to get through this, you know, this year there was a couple of grooms. Um, you know, we used a vet a lot. There's to, you know, keep these horses sound and feeling well and all that sort of thing and chiropractors and and then you get into the, you know, we worked a bit early in the morning here at home and, you know, I have a, a couple of mates that come and help and they turn back for you and, you know, like it, it is a real team effort to get, you know, to make sure things are right and, give us the best opportunity to get it done. So, yeah, it's it's, and then you get to the show yeah. and you got four guys, you know, all mates of mine that are helping in the herd and turning back and things like that. And it's it's a big effort, you know. And then even on the night, like talking to Peter Darry the other day, he said, then I go and mark my score and then get off and go and help the next guy. And, you know, I'm actually trying to help him win too. So... That's what cutting is, you know. It's a, it's, it's not an indiv- an individual can't do it. You need, you need plenty there. Yeah, can I, um, young men and women coming through the industry? You've been a huge advocate to try and get more into the industry and help them out, and that's been that. That, yeah. that I will say this about the cutting industry: there is 
nobody who's not willing to offer advice. I, I see it and I hear it. It is a very inclusive industry and you've been huge on trying to get more young men and women and help them through that industry. Yep. Yeah, both had, oh, you know, I guess went to work out the other day, 32 years training horses and, you know, so many young guys have worked for me, you know, starting two-year-olds, then all the way up through to showing horses and, yeah, it's you know you got to keep them coming and and help them out and there's so much to there's so much to learn and so much you know you you can't just do a a twelve month apprenticeship and and think you know everything you know every horse is different every situation is different so they need everybody needs a bit of help along the way and yeah I've been lucky enough to you know have be in a big business where I've had over the years where you you need a couple of guys to to do that and, and be on hand. So, yeah, I've helped a lot out. and You know, great to see this year, you know, two or three of my guys that have worked for me over the years in the finals, um, you know, at the Futurity. Um, there was another big class there, the Pinnacle. There was three guys in the Pinnacle that, are, yeah, that were, you know, worked for me in the past. And, yeah, no, that's pretty it's, – it's a good feeling when, when that happens. I mean, yep. you've been to America before, and yep. is there a temptation to go back over there and and and, and take them on again? Is that oh. is that there? Look, I mean, you've done it and you've won it, and you've won eight here. Is there temptation to get back over there at some point and take on the best? Well, you know, although there is and there has been in the past and all that sort of thing, probably not never lined up to to go and live there just just with family and whatnot, yeah, sure. but, um, you know, it's such a, over there is, is so tough, so competitive and you, you, you pretty much got to, you know, sink your whole life into it yeah. if you want to be competitive there, you know, and I guess at my age, I'm not really ready for that. Yeah, I, I get really it. No, I get that, it. You know? No, yeah. I get it. I get it completely. You want to spend some time with the kids, watching them play footy and, yep. and tennis and things like that. So, yeah, look, would be nothing, you know. You'd love nothing more to go and go and actually win over there, and and well, they and all know it. who you are, mate, and they know that. I think they just are very happy you're just sitting over here. I think <laughs> I think they're very happy. They're very happy that you just sit put, stay put, just over here. Hey, uh, Todd Graham, congratulations on your eighth uh, title. Unbelievable, mate. You do a lot for the bush, and it's a great story and phenomenal, phenomenal um, result. It will never be ever beaten it, it will never be beaten and so no, and you still got and you still yeah. got more to go brother i, I suspect yeah, yeah. i don't think it's it mate a 10 a, a nice double figure i reckon might you know give you a good go good on you mate you go. good on you Dobbo. good to chat thank you todd graham rural queensland today